1: Now, get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562 314 4603 for details.
3: Great to have you in your house. Your house has been rocking here lately. This has been a lot of fun, hasn't
2: it? My gosh. It really has. Um... You know, I think when you, when you look at, at currently how we're playing, I think the, the exciting part is it's, it's not you know, just any one person. It's on any given night someone's stepping up. Uh, you know, clearly when you're having the type of seasons that Paul Goldschmidt and, and Nolan Arenado are having, when, when, you, when you're, the rest of the lineup is contributing, it, it's really fun to watch. And, but on any given night someone steps up, and when you look at how we're performing, how we're getting things done, it's it's something different, but it's also very exciting. So, really like how we're playing as we enter September, and uh, obviously uh, got to finish strong because we want to set ourselves up for a, a deep run in October. We see a lot of individual things
3: being achieved here, especially in the case of Yadi and Weno yesterday, and of course Albert Pullos. But the goal and the team. When you brought Albert in from the beginning, it was made a point that he is being brought in to help win a world championship that it was about a lot of things but also his championship
2: pedigree was a huge motivating factor wasn't it for both sides well of course um when you think back to to his legacy there's always going to be that that part we all gravitate to when he was here prior to prior to um 2011 but you think about what he, he means to this clubhouse and, and the intensity, the, the competitiveness, his drive. I think it really is something that our younger players are learning from. And so, yes, you want him to contribute. Yes, you want him to be able to hit home runs. Yes, you want him to, to hit doubles and, and, and be that sort of middle-of-the-order bat that you can count on. But it's also more of like how other people are seeing what greatness looks like. Even at his age – he still knows how to prepare. He still knows how to, how to think through things. And, and I think from a, a mentoring standpoint, it's been amazing.
3: And I wonder when you acquire pitchers like Jordan Montgomery and Jose Quintana, you had a need and you know the numbers and the projections and, and the analytics as well as anybody. And Mike Gersh, who is as good as anyone at, at, at analyzing that and scouting that. But what about the human element of those two individuals factor in? And how do you do that when, when you're driven uh, so much? How do you find out about them, the
2: person? Well, I do think it's difficult, first off, right? Because you can't interview them. You can't talk to them. Versus in the in the free agent market, you do have a little bit more time to, to try to spend with them and, and find out what their desires are, what pushes them, what motivates them. But I think in, in Quintana's case, I mean, here's a guy that that's been – a proven major league player year in and year out. And I think getting him in this environment, we felt like he would thrive. And there were also some some analytical things that we noticed that we thought he would benefit from our club versus the team he was pitching for. So, you know, net-net, we saw a lot of upside on that. Montgomery, on the other hand, here's a young guy that that is having a ton of success on probably at the time, one of the best teams in baseball from a record standpoint. And so, you know, our biggest concern there was 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 really, really like him understanding, like, yes, you're leaving the Yankees, but you're coming to St. Louis. Normally, that's a – people get super excited when they know they're coming here. But when you're coming off that club, there could be that letdown. But I do feel like from a competitiveness standpoint, and you look what he was doing with the Yankees, you knew he could bring that here to St. Louis, and he has. One of the things, and it's been talked about a
4: lot, is how – Coming to St. Louis has kind of changed Montgomery, and you've changed kind of how he has approached the way he's pitching. And Yadier Molina behind the plate and using his fastball a little bit more. Uh, something you said with with Quintana, just some things that you could do. But it's been the same for Jordan Montgomery, and he's been even better since coming here to St. Louis than he has uh, than he
2: was in New York. Right. We'd like to think that that we can always like find ways mm-hmm. to optimize someone's talent. But you know, there's there's also some other players we could talk about that that we thought we could do some things with, and it just hasn't quite worked out. But when you are having success and, and you're seeing it the way we are, there are things you can point to that has allowed them to take that next step forward. But it's no slam dunk, and it's it's a lot of the volatility in in, in player markets are based on on sort of those uncertainties, even though you think you have. Uh, a good plan or a good strategy to help improvement. It just doesn't always work. But in the case of, of both of these guys, Quintana and Montgomery, you know, we have seen them make the adjustments that we were hopeful for, and uh, it's working. You know, and I said a little earlier on the show, maybe with
3: John Rooney, maybe flying under the radar here is this acquisition of JoJo Romero, how things have worked out. And, you know, you tried and rotated through different lefties. You took a look at T.J. McFarlane. You have, of course, Henesis Cabrera who's come over but has since taken a step back. You had Zach Thompson, but you know, trying to figure out where you were, among others. And here comes JoJo Romero for Edmundo Sosa in a move that you kind of had to make a move for Sosa, and you acquire this pitcher who's only walked one person.
2: Yeah, I think in, in JoJo's case, uh, perhaps the reason it was a little bit below radar was he was coming off of Tommy John, hasn't pitched a whole lot, and so there, there just weren't a lot of data points. But when you look at him prior to his injury, there was a lot to be excited about him. I think sometimes in a season, teams have to address their needs and and have to take uh, take their eye off the future. Whereas um, you know we were we were forced to make a decision with Sosa and to end up with JoJo. It's it's been uh, something that we're, internally we're extremely pleased with.
4: I have really enjoyed watching Oliver Marmol use his pieces and whether that's the lineup whether that's the bullpen and for someone in his first year as a big league manager to watch him kind of work those pieces and and maybe even more so listen to him after games talk about hey you know what maybe that wasn't a good move or that wasn't a good move and it looked like a good move because it worked out but uh you know why what's made him so good in this first year as a big league manager
2: you know i think the the one thing that we all appreciate fans, media, front office is just his, his transparency and candor. And, and so, you know, it's it's not just where you're getting some sort of answer that we've all heard a thousand times from other places. It's, it's just, you know, he's very honest and upfront that, you know, some of the decisions he makes work. Some of them don't. And here's why. But it's refreshing. And so that part, I think, you know, we all appreciate I think the other reason we're enjoying it so much as well is we're having success, right? So when you have um, transparency, when you have something that's refreshing and you have something that's working, you know, that's a, it's a fun combination to be a part of or, or, or to be working with. And and so, you know, to me, he is someone that I've, I've known a long time. I, I'm not surprised with the success he's having, obviously. Um, you know, I, I will, you know, going back to last year, I didn't think we would be making a managerial change, and we ended up having to. And, you know, ultimately having someone like Ollie step in and be so seamless is, is you know, we're all very fortunate for that. And, you know, I'm grateful to see how he's thriving in this, in this role. I think the staff is really enjoying working for him, and obviously players are playing for him. So, you know, these are all good things.
3: Definitely. And the staff, I was just going to use that word seamless, the transition – and the familiarity that Ollie has, but you added Skip Schumacher, who had not been part of that staff, but the familiarity with the organization was there. He's played a big role, hasn't he? That guy works.
2: Yes, and I, and I think like when you talk about like bringing somebody like Albert back in, who was part of that that winning era, you know, Skip Schumacher was too, and and you know he understands the expectations of St. Louis, and I think. You know, the combination of of his street credibility at the major league level, also his his intensity, his work ethic, all were just the perfect complement for Ollie and the rest of our staff. So, yeah, he's been, uh, I'm so glad we got him. I'm glad he's here. And, um, you know, obviously he has a very bright future, whatever he decides to do um, when he thinks about his own career. So right now we're lucky to have him, but um, it wouldn't shock me to see him one day as a manager. I agree with you. Looking at this rotation moving forward, you have
3: a lot of moving parts right now, but you have your stalwarts. You mentioned Monty. You mentioned Jose. Uh, Ollie called him Q today. I like that. <laughs> All right. I like, I like Q. Monty, Q, Wayno, Miles. Um, here comes Jack Flaherty. And how do you see him right now from an organizational
2: standpoint, what he's done to get to this point and then moving forward? Well, I think a couple things on this. One is he's shown he's healthy, which is you know, most important. Uh, secondly, he's shown he can throw a lot of pitches in a game now. So, you know, when you can check both those boxes, there's that, that reason of, okay, now we can take that next step. So, you know, I think we all sort of gravitate to the second half of 2019 and be like, oh, that's what we want. That's what we want to see, of course. But I think we should just sort of manage expectations a little bit. And, you know, I think for him to be successful, it's about managing his pitch count, being able to have, you know, minimal stress innings, and, and by defining that as, you know, 25 pitches or less, allow him to, to get deeper in a game. So, perfect world tomorrow, we put up some runs early, he just, you know, collects his outs, um, he's not chasing strikeouts, he's just chasing strikes, and uh, trusts his defense, and if we see that, I think that would be a great first step on him coming back, but we all know what he's capable of doing. We just have to understand that we might not see that on day one, but he's a talented guy, and I think w- where his mental state is right now, I think he's excited to join us, excited to help us, and you know that should be good news for us. And the final thing, we know you got a lot to do, so we really
3: appreciate this. Uh, what do you know about the weather situation today? It's been kind of off and on, sprinkles. What are you hearing? Major League Baseball really determines... That right, the, the course of what happened.
2: Well, the because it's the Cubs' last visit in, they would control the game. But as far as a quick weather update, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these showers that are popping up right now don't show up on radar because they're just such hit and miss. But you know, we're optimistic we're going to play baseball today. Hopefully, um, we can go start to finish without any interruptions. But um, I checked my phone before I sat down here, and I'm not getting anything that that's overly concerning. But. You know, yesterday morning I went out to golf, and I was told it wasn't going (laughs) to rain either. It it rained for three straight hours, so you never know. Oh, man, come on. Uh, Thank you for this. Really
3: appreciate it. The Cardinals, as Mike Shannon would say, if you're in the area, come on down. This is going to be a fun day at the ballpark one way or the other, and hopefully they can get everything in, and let's go. Cardinals and Cubs. Fingers crossed. All right. Appreciate it. All right, Thank you very much. John Moselak, president of baseball
0: operations with us. How powerful is Cox Internet?